Welcome to the Millionaire Momentum Podcast. My name is Allie Porter, and I'm a wife, a mom with four kids, a published author, speaker, and a connector concierge. I only connect you with things that will truly enhance your life and ultimately build your bank account. This is a Christian podcast that teaches you how to create abundance with God as your CEO in life and business. You will learn the millionaire mindset and skill set for more miracles and money in your life. Join me on a journey as my guests and I share with you how we keep God at the center of it all. Get ready to be inspired, believe, and receive. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the Millionaire Momentum Podcast. My name is Allie Porter, and I am your host today. Guys, I am so excited. You have no idea. I am so excited because I have been wanting to do this podcast episode with Michelle forever. So I have Michelle Schaefer on here, and she is the CEO and founder of Girl Power Alliance. And so with that, you guys, I'm going to bring her on. But before I do that, I want to share something really special with you. So let's get started. Do you feel lost, wishing you had more direction? Are you longing for more fulfillment in your life, your profession, and in your walk with God? For such a time as this, that is what we believe here at Girl Power Alliance. Our mission is to influence the world by empowering women to rise and dream bigger through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. We are passionate about creating financial sovereignty for women around the world. The Girl Power Alliance is a premier community for Christ-centered resources and training for your personal and professional development. We are creating a new narrative for women, committed to raising up more women as biblical leaders than anyone else on the planet. At Girl Power Alliance, we aren't just doing something outside of the box. We are breaking the box. Creating a passive residual income is no longer a want, it's a necessity. If you're an entrepreneur, a professional, small business owner, a mom, a wife, a daughter, or a ministry, your voice matters. We believe there is no competition in the kingdom. Align your faith with your calling. Align your faith with your profession. Boldly take bigger steps knowing you have a community of women encouraging you and growing with you. If you're ready to take your life and your calling to a kingdom level, then now is the time for you to join the Girl Power Alliance movement.
Mic drop. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, you guys. So Michelle, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. I love that. Every time I watch the video, I get chills. I don't know how many times I've seen it. Many, many, many. And I still love it so much. It's oh my just gosh. powerful. It's, it's profound. It's profound. It's yeah. I, I mean, I've watched it a million times too. And I just keep watching it because I'm like, it's so amazing. Oh my gosh. Okay. You guys, let me introduce Michelle so we can dive in. So Michelle is the CEO and founder of Girl Power Alliance, and she is driven by her faith in Christ. Michelle is a biblical leadership expert. She believes that the world is served at the highest levels when women are empowered to pursue their God-given dreams and are bold in their faith. Michelle is a mother of three, and she was a teen mom and a single mom for six years, and she built a six-figure-a-year business as a stylist and a makeup artist. After more than a decade in that profession, she knew that she wanted to both have a bigger impact and create more freedom in her life. That is when she fell in love with the network marketing business model, and she became a multiple six-figure earner within her first nine months in the profession. Michelle has earned a multiple seven figures in building teams. She is passionate about helping women to build their incomes and their leadership, and she is passionate about teaching and equipping women to become the person that God created them to be. She is passionate and a powerful speaker as well. She has trained thousands of women and has helped them to generate millions in earnings. She has generated sales in the hundreds of millions herself. Now, Girl Power Alliance was born from a call that God had placed on Michelle's life that she could no longer ignore. She knows that now is the time for women to stand boldly in their place. Women were created to serve and achieve in the world in massive ways. She has created a community that offers incredible resources and training and is filled with like-minded kingdom women in business that... Uh, we'll all band together to encourage, empower, and equip each other to fulfill their purpose and pass the torch to be able to help other women to do the same. No matter where you are in your journey, GPA is a place where you can grow and thrive. Now, there's a reason why I wanted to read all of that because this this is why I love this is why I love what you guys are doing and why I am a part of it because I have been feeling in my heart of hearts that this is where God wanted me to be was to be able to be a connector for Christ, being able to be able to connect people to the one true source, and then everything else just falls into place. So Michelle, can you tell us a little bit more about your story and your background so people can get to know you a little bit better? And then we can dive into GPA because, oh my gosh, it's amazing. Oh, I think you're muted. <laughs> I was, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, well, yeah, let me just give you a little bit of backstory um, before GPA, because I think it's important because it's it's the journey that takes us where we're going, right? Well, I have been an entrepreneur my whole life. Like you said, I started standing behind the chair as a stylist and a makeup artist. I love that, um, but I really felt that I was called to have a different kind of an impact, not just like from the outside. I wanted to impact people from the inside. When I got involved with the network marketing profession, I saw that, wow, I could really help women. I could impact them by helping them to create wealth. That was major. What a what an incredible feeling it was to be a part of their journey as they, whatever, paid off a bill, took a family vacation for the first time. I had women retiring their husbands. It was like addicting. <laughs> I got addicted mm -hmm. to that impact. And I had always been taught 
in, in every circle. If you really want to be successful in business, then you never talk about politics and you never, ever talk about religion. You know, you don't want to be divisive. You don't want to like exclude anybody. So I didn't. My whole career, I didn't. Now, let me like sidebar. I have always been a believer. I have uh, I have always pursued my relationship with the Lord with passion. And over the years, God really, really, like he does with us, he was transforming me. He was transforming me from the inside out. And it was having a major impact on my business and the way that I did things. But I never really talked about it. I would do these trainings and these 90-day um, accountability groups that were really uh, instrumental in shifting and growing um, our business and network marketing, my husband and I. And I was teaching these things and training these things, developing leaders with these total biblical principles. But I never said they were biblical principles because, you know, you don't talk about that. You don't bring that into business. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah totally. Like, mm -hmm. or what if the people that I'm teaching and training didn't like that or didn't believe in that? So I just kept it quiet, even though it was there, it was always there. Um, there was a point in time where I remember it, it's probably been, it's probably been a decade ago or so, but the Lord told me, he's like, it's fine that you're doing this. Like you're doing fine, but there's going to come a day when you're going to be developing leaders for me. And I was like, okay, I, you know, he figured that's going to like be in the church or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that was just kind of buried in there. Well, as my walk with the Lord really just it kept refining and refining, I felt him asking me, I started, first of all, I started to feel slightly out of alignment and I didn't know exactly what it was. There was just this like discomfort in my soul that I didn't know what, I just didn't know like what it, what is, what's the discomfort. And, um, the, the next phase of this was, I felt the Lord asking me a question. Like if you could say whatever you wanted and you weren't worried about like offending anybody or pissing anybody off, like, what would you sound like? What would you talk about? And that was my first step. Um, I started a podcast in 2017 called Sold Out Entrepreneur, S-O-U-L-E-D, Sold Out. And I spoke about everything, the network marketing business, finances, relationships, being an entrepreneur, being a mom, everything through the lens of faith. And that changed me. That It literally forever changed me. Once I began to do that, I couldn't not do it. <laughs> and the the... While one part of my life completely felt aligned in speaking this and, and talking about these things, I loved it. It made other things feel even more out of alignment. It was very strange. It was a strange thing as, as it was happening. Um, and I kind of ignored it because I had this very successful business, multiple, you know, <laughs> I had earned multiple seven figures in this business. And I'm like, how could I be out of alignment with it? I have loved what I've done for all these years. Um, my life has been changed. We've impacted so many lives. How could that be out of alignment? So I kind of pushed it to the side and figured like it was me, right? Yeah. Um, well, fast forward to 2019. In the fall of 2019, this incongruency became, I, I became unable to ignore it. And I felt the Lord pushing on me really hard, kind of like the podcast, but bigger during that time. And I wasn't sure what he was asking because it didn't feel like happy and exciting. It felt big and scary. It felt like way more than I was capable of seeing or accomplishing. So I actually put the podcast on hiatus and I just began really, really deep diving into prayer and journaling for a couple of months. I was like, okay, God, whatever it is that you want from me, I'm going to, I'm going to do it, whatever it is, even if it scares me. Um, so I just was praying and praying and he revealed to me that I had created, I had made my identity in that profession, the profession of network marketing an idol. 
And he said, it's, it's not all that you are. And he said, it's a piece of you, but it's not all that you are. Well, in that scared me really bad because I was like, oops, this is our whole, this is our whole income. Me and my husband have worked together side by side doing the same thing for, you know, many, many, a decade and a half, at least more than that. And I was like, uh oh, what does that mean? But I have learned in all my years that when the Lord tells you something, rather than grab onto it and try to argue, just like go submit as quickly as you can to his will. So I just said, okay, God, I don't know what you're doing. I'm terrified about what you're doing, but I'm, I'm here for it. I'm, I want what you want for me. My prayer for many years, many, many years has been, God, align the desires and the dreams and my heart with yours. If they're not of you, if they're not part of your plan, take it away, take it away. So at the end of 2019, as I had been praying and like, Lord, just give me clarity. There were, I kept hearing a couple things over and over. I kept hearing him talk about community. I kept feeling this call to the marketplace. I kept feeling this call to be really, really bold in my faith. I didn't know how to put it all together. He told me two things very, very clearly. He said, number one, we're about to have a massive shift in the church, the big C church. And number two, he said, we are at the precipice of the largest revival that the globe has ever seen. And that women were going to be the catalyst for that revival. And it was going to be women in the marketplace. So wow. I said, okay, okay. Those things give me something. They gave me something. They gave me the beginning of, uh, of a direction. And so um, bathed in prayer, I began to build a platform. This is all before like the world was shutting down. This was December and January, December 2019, January 2020, before we knew literally the whole world was going to change. Um, so I had invested, hired, uh, you know, a web designer and did all these things to move forward, to create a platform and a community where women like me could come together. I didn't know if there was anybody else like me, I'll be honest with you, because I didn't have them in my life at the time. I didn't know if there was any other women that felt so in love and passionate about Jesus and equally feeling called and passionate about who God made me to be. I'm, I'm a builder. I build, I build incomes. I help women to build wealth. I build leadership. I'm, that's what I do. Mm -hmm. And I always felt so conflicted. Okay, God, I want to serve you. I want to serve you with all of my heart, but how, why am I, why did you create me to be this person, this ambitious person that loves the marketplace and loves to help women, you know, create wealth and loves to develop leaders? Like, how do those two things come together? I just decided I'm just going to put them together. And if there's anyone, maybe there's only a few of them, but we'll, we'll connect and we'll do this thing together. Well, little did I know there are millions. There are millions of women that have struggled with the same thing that I struggled with feeling like you never fully fit in. Yeah. You never fully fit in, in the business community. Cause even though those were great trainings and great people, they were missing the thing for me. Yes. Like, oh my gosh. I know I'm sitting here like, yes. <laughs> yeah. And then you'd oh go to God. these great church events, women's ministry, and mm -hmm. they're great. But I always, always felt looked down upon because I was a woman in the marketplace and I was driven yeah. to that. And I was driven to help create wealth. And like, I don't have any money mindset issues. I don't have a problem talking about making money. It doesn't, it, there's no, like, I don't worship money. I don't love money, but it's a one of the most powerful resources that we have on this planet to impact change for the kingdom. So I don't have a problem with that, but in ministry circles, they're kind of like looking at you like, well, she, you know, she's worldly. She doesn't really yes. fit in the church. She doesn't really fit in the church. So I never had a place. 
I was always feeling like I didn't fit anywhere. So I just decided to create the community that I always needed. And I will tell you that um, women have been coming out of the woodworks just like you because there is nothing wrong with being called to the marketplace and being called uh, to, you know, as a disciple for Christ. And not only is there nothing wrong for with it, um, it is needed. We believers need to be in every area, in every profession, in every industry. So why wouldn't we be also called um, to whatever it is? Specifically, I'm called into the marketplace, but, you know, that that rings true for everything, whether you are a stay-at-home mom, which is the hardest job that there is. I've done that too. Yeah. It's, you never, it's a 24 hour, seven day a week job that you don't get paid for and you don't get rewards for, you know, <laughs> from the outside world. All of that stuff is amazingly internal, but we are kind of, um, you know, we're called to greatness and building and increase in whatever profession um, or whatever place we're in. And um, I've really been excited to see women just um, embracing that Inside Girl Power Alliance. Oh my gosh. I, yeah. And it's so crazy because how many times have I asked myself that question that you were saying like, God, why did you give me this, this pull to want to be in the marketplace and build a business and do all this stuff, but then have this equally big pull to follow you, to honor you when there's nothing like there's nowhere, it, it doesn't exist. And, you know, I, I remember even a couple of years ago, I, I started to say, well, I guess I'll just, I'll just try and, you know, talk more about it. But I did like, like you, like, what do you, how do you create that? What does that look like? Um, and then when I found GPA, I was just like, oh, this is it. This is what I've been looking for my whole life. Um, and I, and that's what's been missing over the last 14 years in my entrepreneurial journey has been keeping God at the center, keeping him as my CEO and allowing Christ to be the connector to the father so that then I can, you know, have do all of it, you know? And, um, I'm just so grateful. I'm so humbled and so grateful. I promise I won't cry because I've been crying like a lot this past week and a half, but, um, I'm so grateful that you listened and that you weren't afraid to like step in and do that like super hard, scary thing that you were like, oh my gosh, I don't even know how the, what this looks like or how this is going to work. And in anything in entrepreneurship, like, and in your faith, it's, it's a journey, right? It's like we evolve and things shift and they change and we keep tweaking and tweaking and tweaking until it like lands. And I feel like, um, and it's funny too, because I feel like, I'm like, well, why didn't you just tell me this like a while ago? Because that could have helped me to, to make different decisions and do things differently and stuff. But it was because I had to wait for you. <laughs> I had to wait till you were able to get to that place. And I wasn't ready, you know, I, and I had to be molded and formed. And so I hope those of you that are listening, that feel that, that call and that pull for something more, what you're feeling is being closer to Christ, being closer to God, sharing that more openly. Um, and when you do that, your business is going to be multiplied because it's, it's our will of being willing to serve and it's God's power that then creates that momentum and allows us to create, you know, our millionaire life. Right. So oh, I love it so much. And it, I, I really feel 
um, like you were saying, like, why didn't you tell me this earlier? I feel like God was telling me before, but the, because I didn't have anybody to model after, I didn't know anybody that was doing it. Um, I didn't, although there are some circles of men that do it, but mm -hmm. specifically, I didn't know any women that were out there really just like, they were amazing in business. And they also had this faith walk that I, that was one to be admired and, you know, uh, sought after. I didn't know anybody in those that did both of them together. So yeah. I think that that's why we all felt so conflicted because we were like, I don't like, maybe it's not okay because nobody else is doing it. Well, maybe people would say that it's not okay. You know? oh, absolutely. Yeah. They would, they still say it. I, <laughs> I happened just this week to, um, have a very nasty email from somebody who works in ministry in a pretty high position at a church to, to literally dissect the video that you played at the beginning to say how um, anti-Christ what we're doing is. And I feel so bad for the women that still are stuck in that old legalistic um, bondage that the enemy wants you to believe that there is a box that you're supposed to fit in as a woman of Christ. And if you step out of that box, then you are, you know, you're out of alignment with Christ. Then that's what Satan wants. Mm -hmm. He wants you to think that there is a certain way, there's a certain how, there's a certain look that you have to act like this and look like this and be like this. I just rebuke that. I, I, that is a lie from the pit of hell because God made each of us amazingly unique and beautiful and different. Every voice matters, every call matters. And if you look at the New Testament and the men that God selected to be his disciples, the one that wrote the, the, the bulk, all of the New Testament, Jesus didn't write a book in the New Testament. The disciples wrote them. They wrote about Jesus, right? And they wrote way more outside of, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. There's way more books, Pat, you know, in the New Testament that they wrote themselves. These guys were murderers. They were tax collectors. They were thieves. These were broken human beings that, that weren't in ministry that God plucked out and said, you, you're called to do this thing in this way. And I think that this is a really, really good example of how we can be on the same journey, but different. Think about the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke specifically. Much of them say the same thing, but different accounts. And you can get something totally different out of the same story told in Matthew as told in Luke. You can get something totally different out of that. That alone should show us that every story matters, even if they're kind of on the same path. Anyway, I go off on a tangent, but no, um, yes. I love it. I think a big part of why we felt so alone, you and I, is that we did not have examples of other, we didn't see communities or women or leaders um, in these circles. Well, and I think it's, uh, I, I totally agree with you. And I think it's this, because I've, I've known women in the marketplace that have faith and they talk about it, but they don't create something around it and they don't put it at the center and then go out from there. And I think that's the difference because I've searched out people, you know, that, that still have faith and, and are business women and stuff like that, or even men, but, but they don't have like a community dedicated to that being the, you know, God first. You know, and and I and I think that that is the beauty of it is seeing. And, and here's the other cool thing that I love about it is when you start to see God in everything and see 
you know, Jesus Christ and everything that you do, it seeps into all the areas of your life. It's not just compartmentalized in these different areas. It's like he can help and, uh, and bless you abundantly in your marriage, in your, you know, parenting, in your fitness, in your finances, yeah. in your relationships, like everything. And that's why I feel so called to this is because I feel like as we, you know, lead as, as um, this body of women who, you know, put God at the center of everything, that that allows us to then be better entrepreneurs. It allows us to be better ministers, so to speak, in, in a, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it just allows totally. us to be better. Well, think All about right. it. Think about the world that we live in today. Most people spend more hours at their job than they do at home. Like that's the reality, right? We spend more hours doing our, our profession, making money for our families than we do with our families. Sadly, whether that's both spouses or just one, we spend a lot of hours there. So you can imagine that's a huge portion of your life. If Christ isn't at the center of it, that is your whole world revolves around your work schedule, what you do for work, you know, all those things. So if Christ isn't at the center of that, that's a large portion of your life. So when you put Christ at the center of that thing, that thing, it has, you know, the Holy Spirit has no other choice but to impact and like, like spread into every other area of your life. And I've watched um, women's lives change so dramatically just by being in the community, even if they weren't part, like part of the membership or having gone through radiant leadership or anything, just being in the community that boldness of other women that are that are like them that think and feel like them that that ignite that thing that was always inside of them and they feel like now that they have permission to be that person that er you watch every area change everything you know the holy spirit when he gets in there when you invite him into every area not just sunday or your bible time or what every area i want you to come with me to work today i want you to speak through me as i'm dealing with my supervisor who's a creep i want you to deal help me as i'm on customer service calls with people that are being jerks to me like when you invite the holy spirit there is no other response than your whole life from top to bottom gets transformed and i think that's one of the most remarkable things about you know infusing Christ at the center of specifically that business part of your life, because um, you think it's that, but it's not. It's so much more. It is. It really is. And there was two things I wanted to touch on. The first thing was um, no competition in the kingdom. I love that. I love that because that's the other piece of it when we get together as women, where it's like, oh, but I wish that I was her or, oh man, how come she got it and not me? Like it's the yes. typical, typical thing. And so tell me, speak more about that. And then I yeah. want to hear more about what GPA actually includes and what people can, can access when they decide to be a part of this amazing movement. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, it's a that's a big one too. You know, it's only God that this is even happening in the first place because I told God I will I will not lead tables, ministry tables at church anymore. I will not be part of um, the women's ministry. I was the women's ministry director at my church for a minute. Um, I will not do it because women are mean <laughs> and they say mean things and they're hurtful and I'm not doing it. So it's why it's kind of funny to me that this is where God has me because I was like, I'm not getting involved with women anymore. <laughs> Um, because like probably everybody listening, I have been very injured by women in a lot of ways. And I believe now, here's what I believe, that this was a design from the enemy, that he knew that when women kind of took hold and really um, understood their identity in Christ, that um, the power that we would have when we aligned. 
I believe it with all of my heart. Women have been pit against each other. We have been um, put down more than any other demographic in all of history. Every religion has kept women back. Still, it's still happening today. You know, really great. There are great churches out there who still won't let women be pastors or speak. I just think that's crazy. It's crazy to me that that's, that still exists today in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have just been taught, we have been taught culturally that like we're, we are in competition with each other, with the way we look, with what we do, with men, with everything. We're just in competition. And the only way that I know to combat that is to do the opposite of that. So ever since the beginning, when the first thing that happened for GPA, the, like the first, the beginning of, of it starting was the podcast. My first podcast, Sold Out Entrepreneur, was basically a solo podcast. I didn't do hardly any interviews. I was learning and it was really, I believe that podcast was God training me for today, for now. Um, and I'm just doing it like on blast. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, and, I highly recommend that one too, because I started binge watching that one as, or li- listening to that one as well. So it's so good. Oh, it's thank really you. Good. Well, now now that you're like, you're knowing you can see me, it's really amazing to go back for me, to go back and see what God was training me for back then, starting in 2017 yeah. for today. Had no idea. Like it was not even on my radar, but I can see how God used every step of my own journey to take, you know, to take me to places. Um, and so, but when Girl Power Alliance podcast started in, um, which was Good Friday, 2020, um, we, it, the whole podcast, I interviewed a hundred women in a year and the whole podcast was interviewing other women, allowing them to share what it is that they did. Like I was promoting them. And I think one of the best ways that we can combat this competitive thing that is, has been woven into the culture of women, no matter where you're from, um, for for eons for decades for centuries right is to do the opposite so i would have these women on the podcast just to talk about themselves and promote them and and give them a a megaphone right for their voices so that was the first way we still do that i love that and then inside of the membership um we curate i mean we have courses us the you know myself and the other um the co-founders but uh we curate other women's stuff like their courses to, to put um, a microphone and a megaphone and a spotlight on them and what they do. I think that's another powerful way to continue to, there's no competition. You could have 50 coaches in there. They're all different, right? 50 women that are talking about the same subject, but from a different perspective, because they're a different person. So I think that's another way to combat this competition, like feeling like, oh, if she succeeds, then that means I can't. That's a lie. That's a, who do you think wants you to think that? Certainly not our Heavenly Father, because we serve a God of abundance and just like more than we could even ask or imagine. But the enemy wants us to be in fear, thinking that if you rise, if you achieve something, if you get something before I do that I'm working toward, then now that means I get to feel bitterness, jealousy. I don't want to be friends with you. And I actually am going to talk bad about you. I'm not going to clap for you. So what we are really trying to do is lead from the front by creating an environment where we are celebrating women authentically as often as we can, as many ways as we can, and to teach other women that we can be like that. And, um, you know, it's starting small. I mean, there's a whole world, there's millions and millions of women around the world. So our little community, but I believe with all of my heart that if we do that, if we do it right here, it will bleed out into other areas. And I just have this vision of women not being like that anymore. 
and you're you're there, you're in the community, it feels different, mm-hmm. right? It does. It totally does. And it's funny because that's why I started this podcast as well is to empower, you know, women entrepreneurs. And then it's evolved into Christian women entrepreneurs as well, because I'm always like, I just want to, I just want to get other people's voices out there. They deserve to be heard, you know? And so then when I, you know, found you guys, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so, so in alignment. And so and I love the fact too, you have power partners. So if people have services or whatever, same thing, you know, of course they're all vetted and, and you have to interview process and all of that. But I really love that. I love the fact that you lead from the front and that you share that vision with others and help to change the culture that we've been stuck in for our whole lives. So I just love it. I I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm part of it. Like I've lived in this world, even, even when I did hair, I've never really been that, I don't, feel in competition with other people. When I see a woman that's smarter, more beautiful, more successful, has the things that I'm wanting, I never, myself, I never felt like, ew. I was always like, wow, good for her. It Mm -hmm. showed me that if it was, I believe this, I heard this statement years ago, if it's possible in the world, then it's possible for me. It's just a matter of how. So when I see other people um, achieving things, it doesn't intimidate me or make me feel less than. It encourages me like, okay, it's possible. I'm seeing it now, it's possible. So then, and the Bible says that nothing is impossible with God. So that's an encouragement to me. So I believe that that we should achieve. We should grow. We should move forward. Not because we're looking to be better than somebody else, but that we're looking to refine ourselves into the best version of ourselves to stand as an example and a demonstration and an inspiration to other women. And, um, you know, it's just the lie. It's just the liar. He's the one that gets in there and tells them, oh, look at her. She, you know, she's got thicker hair than you. She looks younger than you. She's got, she's thinner than you. She's got more money than you. Her relationship is like, that's just the enemy. That's, that's just a lie. Hi. Can you say hi? Hi. <laughs> okay, go sit right there. You gotta be really, really quiet. Okay. He's the best. Today. <laughs> so. All right. So it's just a lie. So keep going. That's part about working at home is having your babies at home with you. I know. And that's why we do this, right? (laughs) And I, um, I, I have done, you know, done a lot of podcasts over the last couple of years and women say, Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, why are you sorry? This is literally why we do what we do. So that guess what? We could have a baby on our lap and making a multi-million dollar deal, right? Or you got a headset in and you're talking with someone, you're helping them, you're working with them, but you're cooking dinner, you're folding laundry. I, I think that's the epitome of a Proverbs 31 woman. Like we have the ability, which is why I'm so excited about what we're doing now in Girl Power Alliance with our ambassador rewards program, with, with creating an actual opportunity around all of these resources. Can I talk about that for a second? Please. Yes. I was just going to ask you to go into that actually. So that's perfect. <laughs> yes. Okay, awesome. That's like, so exciting. And I, I think well, that's the thing that was missing too, because there's like affiliate stuff and everything, but this is, this is way, way. You're a hundred percent right. And I resisted it. I resisted it because what did I tell you that the Lord told me in 2019? I had made an idol out of that profession. So I was like, I'm out of here then. Like I'll do, I'll go the opposite way. But really what I see today is that he he was, he was just training me. He was taking me to a new place to see. It's just a piece of you, right? But but you don't have to throw away all of your experience and everything that you've actually loved about that profession. Let me tell you why I've loved the profession. I have three kids. Like you said, I was a teen mom. I had my daughter at 
um, 16, my son at 19. I was married by the time we, um, I was 21, I was divorced and single mom. I was a single mom for uh, six years with the two babies. So I was a baby raising babies and I put myself through school and I worked. It was really hard. It was really, really hard. Got into the profession of doing hair, started making money, but I was still gone. I would be gone, you know, Tuesday through Saturday. And I worked 10 to 12 hour days. There are years of my older two kids who are now almost 33 and 30. My daughter will be 33 in April. My son will be 30 in September. There are years of their elementary school lives that I have zero memory. We did not have smartphones. We weren't taking pictures every 10 seconds. I don't have any photos and I don't have any memories because I worked so much. It was just about making ends meet and, and taking care of my children as a single mom. So when I met my husband, um, which this year will be our 20 year wedding anniversary, we met 22 years Congratulations. ago. Oh, that's so awesome. It's a huge <laughs> accomplishment. I mean, it is major, blended family, the whole thing. I'm so proud of us. When that's I met so him awesome. and we got married and we had um, my third, his first, who this year, she will be 20 years old. Um, I desperately, desperately wanted to be home desperately, like, like to the point that I felt physically sick in my gut when I would go to work. I, and I loved my, I loved what I had built, but I wanted so badly to be home. Mom, I want to sit on your lap. Let me sit on your lap, mom. I love it. I, well, and this is why you want to be desperately home. So you can hang out with I do, I do. It makes like, I could, if I really, if I let myself, I'll totally cry that I miss it. I don't have any kids at home anymore. Um, but I, I wanted desperately to be home. My husband had been in the network marketing profession, so I had seen radical success. And I just thought, okay, I have this opportunity in front of me. I'm just going to go for it. If I can make enough money to, to like supplement half of what I'm making at the salon, and I was making six figures a year, so I needed to make a decent amount of money to do that. Then I could cut my work schedule in half and I could be home twice as much. What if I could, instead of working 50 hours a week, I could work 25. That was my initial goal when I got started. Well, I just fell in love. I was like, shoot, if I can make that much, I can make more just by going a little harder or a little longer. So I did. And after six months, my first round, my first shot in network marketing in six months, I retired. I retired from the career That's I had amazing. built for a decade. And I didn't, I didn't have my income matched at that point, but I made enough to quit. And nine months later, I had matched it. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. So my daughter, who's 20 this year, my husband and I have been home with her together. He and I both. Her entire life, starting at her, the age of two for her. We both oh took her to and from school every day. We both went to every event. We were, people would be like, what do you guys do that you're always here taking her to and from school? Every day of her entire life. Wow. Um, and I, I do not believe that God called us to this planet to be parents so that we could be gone the bulk of our lives and then the kids grow up and move out. And then now what? So I have loved what the network marketing profession provided because I could work in, in a, every other instance, you're working your life around your career, right? You have your career, you have our job and you work your life like, okay, I'm off work here. Or like your life goes around that in network marketing, you work your career around your life. So yes. you say, I can't do calls from two to four, because my kids are home from school and this is our time. We're going to do homework, have snacks, talk, right? But in, 
So the network marketing profession offered this incredible opportunity to build leverage, the, to leverage your earning around the power of a team, number one, huge, to, to work as, to get paid for the work that you put in, huge, again, you wanted to make more money, you just did more, and the ability to control your time. I literally fell in love with it. And obviously I've been, you know, been in it for a really long time, have created a life of leverage. I, I have so many memories with Savannah and photos and things that we did because of network marketing that I didn't get with my older kids. And so I've loved it. I've loved to share it. So when we started, when I started Grow Power Alliance, remember I told you, I was like, no, 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 not going to do that. Cause the Lord told me I made an idol and I'm going to listen to the Lord. Well, I went a little, swung the pendulum a little far. And so at the end of 2021, there have been nudgings along the way, but I, like I said, I resisted it. The moment that I surrendered, I just in my own mind to the Lord, I was like, okay, Lord, is this really what you want to do? The, that moment, there was literally a shift in the energy period with Girl Power Alliance. And I agree with you. It was a missing, it was a missing piece. And so now, um, actually in a couple of days, we will officially be in pre-launch where the ability to actually build an income around sharing the resources and helping other women grow will be a reality. So not only do we have these amazing resources, this incredible community that helps you to feel like you can be all that you are and that God created you to be and be un unapologetic about it. You can actually take that and you'll be able to create a, a legitimate income. And what the Lord has told me, and I keep saying this because I believe it is a prophetic vision for what is coming here. He has told me that women are going to make more in a month here than they've ever made in a year. And I believe that to be true, not because I love money, not because I worship money, but because the fact that we created an income of abundance, allowed us to be so ever present in our daughter's life, allowed us to be, to help family members, to have the resources, to do the things that when you don't have money, you can't do. It's not about cars or any of that. It's about what the money allows you to do with your own life and what the money allows you to do for other people's lives. And now we have that here. I know. And, and I think, and that just echoes in my mind, like over and over and over again, because think about all the problems and you're the one that remind me of this. Think of all the, the things that we consider problems, your car breaking down, you know, yes. needing the, the soaring gas prices, the, oh. you know, just, just everything. Think about all the things that you're dealing with right now that are problems. And if you had enough money, none of those would be problems. Like everything would just kind of vanish. I mean, and even right. like, even if your kid has medical issues or you yes. have, you know, like all of that costs money. And so being able to be financially not just stable, but financially abundant is a necessity. And that's what the video says. You know, it's not, it's not just like a want, it's a necessity, especially now. Especially. And I'm just so grateful. And here's the other funny thing. I used to be so anti like network marketing because I just, I was just like, I just, I don't like it because I, I feel like people are pushing stuff on me or I don't like, you know, whatever it gets a bad rap. And so I've done a couple of them here and there, you know, some are product-based, some are service-based, some are whatever, but you know what was missing? It was the fact that what I love is Jesus. What I love yeah. is bringing people to Christ and being able to improve their lives in a way that nothing else can. Like literally nothing else can, can improve your life more than your relationship with, with your father and with your savior, you know? It feels like a dream to me. We were at the gym this morning and my husband was telling a, a, a man, another man there about what's launching and everything. And 
he said, wow, this is really exciting. I'm so happy for you. I said, it literally feels like a dream. I, I cannot believe that this is, I can because we serve a big God, but it feels um, too good to be true to be, I'll be honest with you. It feels too good to be true that I get to have this thing that I'm so passionate about, which is helping women to grow literally. Like it's, it's been an annoying driving force in my own life to have this drive, to want to help women grow and, and to be able to take this thing and attach it to the, the, the main thing about who I am as a woman on this planet is, is my love for Christ and my, obsessively gigantic desire to get closer to him, to hear more from him, to show more people about him, then that those two things get to come together in not just in a community, not just in resources, but in an ability to actually help other women create financial um, sovereignty, to help them create, you know, that thing that that is the biggest stressor in marriages, the biggest stressor in families. When I was single, what was the big single mom working and stuff? What was the most scary thing for me? Not having enough, not having enough to pay for something my children needed, not having enough to pay for bills, seeing a need that I couldn't fill, even if it was outside of my little family. How often do we hear about, oh my gosh, so-and-so, they were in a car accident, you know, now they can't work for X amount of time, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're not going to be able to pay the mortgage. I mean, all these things that we hear that, all solved if you have a check that you can write for that person. Well, you know, and so, uh, so often, oh, go ahead. Sorry, keep going. Oh, I'll just go off on it. You know, putting growth. Now, you know what's amazing with all of our resources? And I just love this with um, like Instant Cart, for example. Oh, yes. Go shop and send groceries to somebody's home. You don't even have to get it. out of here in another state. That we have the ability, if we have the resources financially, to impact people's lives on a like, huge scale on a massive scale and and i think too how often do we say well uh when we see something we're like oh well i can't contribute to you financially but i'll pray for you right yes so what if you could be the answer to someone's prayer what if you could not only pray for them but you could actually literally help them you know and how many times have i sat there like oh now i'm gonna get emotional but how many times have i sat Me there being like i just want to help this person but i am not in the space to be able to do that but now i can be and it's because not not because i'm selling a a product not to say that any other products or services aren't great because they're all needed in the marketplace so please don't take it yeah. that way but in this specific way i can get paid to bring people closer to what will truly make them the most uh, abundant in all areas of their life. And that is, you know, being closer to their Holy Father and being closer to their Savior. And and I, like you said, when I even express it to people, and I've shared it with so many people in the last like week, that I, and they're like, what? Like, that is unheard of. Like, and I'm like, yes, I literally get to finally be able to share what I am most passionate about for my whole life and be able to get paid for it. Like that does, I don't even like even sitting here, I don't even know what to say. Like I just, I'm so humbled and so grateful and so um, overwhelmed with just like, and, and to be able to like help people has always been like being able to make a difference in people's lives has been something that's been on my heart for so long, but I felt like I could never get there because in the way that I wanted to, yes, I can make a difference in people's lives in different ways, but I wanted to financially be help them in some way, you know, and, uh, and now we can finally do that.
It's, I feel the same way as you. It's very surreal. I have moments where I'm like, is this really what, is this actually really what you had planned all along? God, this crazy journey that took me all these years to get to here. (laughs) Is this really what you, and the experiences that, that myself and my husband have had in business and specifically in the network marketing professional profession and all the things that we've seen from the top down, literally um, from, from a corporate standpoint, the way companies are run. I always wondered like, why is it that we know so much about all these other companies and, and the way that they're run and to be involved. I mean, it's just, when I look back at, you know, the last just 17 years, I think, wow, he was legitimately preparing. Um, he was literally just paving the way with experience, with knowledge, with negative things that felt negative at the time that he used to teach me or train me something else and with positive things. So I feel the same exact way that you're, um, that you're feeling. And I know that there are a lot of other women out there that feel the same. And then there's some women that are going to hear this and they're just, something in them is going to be turned off. And guess what? It's okay. You don't have to be a part of this. (laughs) I always say it's everything, you know, it's not for everybody. And it's not not supposed to be. Neither is, I, I keep saying the same thing, but neither is sushi and skydiving. Like some people love it and they live for it. Some would never do it. And it doesn't, it doesn't take away anything from what we're doing that you don't want to do it. And that's a, like, and that goes, applies to everything. Just because somebody else doesn't feel the, the passion or the excitement doesn't, you know, doesn't make it wrong that somebody else does. So I just want to encourage the, the women that are listening, whatever it is that God's called you to doesn't have to be here. I want it to be here. We want you with us. This is an amazing community of women doing great things. But if it's not here, I am going to cheer you on wherever you're at, because that is what God has called us to do. And it doesn't take away anything from you that we're doing this. And it doesn't take away anything from us that you're doing something else. And I just really believe that. And I appreciate you saying that because that's also the thing that, you know, people will say is, is just the, the cattiness of women and, and all of that. And, and that's what we're changing. That is what this community is changing. So whether you join us or not, that's totally up to you. But the key is, is we are changing the dynamic and the culture of, of women and just being Christ-like, you know, um, whether you, whether that is something you're passionate about or not. So I just love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. I know we've gone way over uh, time, but thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for um, just being who you are and for sharing your vision with all of us. And we're so excited for this journey that we're going to be on. And if you felt pulled today, if you felt like this is something that you want to be a part of or something you want to learn more about, um, Michelle, where is the best way or the best place for them to find more information? Well, that's going to be through your link. <laughs> yes, I did. That's going to be through your link. So make sure that you reach out to Allie um, and you get her information. She'll have a customized, personalized link that'll take you right to all of the information about Girl Power Alliance. Um, and we just would love to, to have you be part of it. Even if you're not a part of the membership, be part of our community. And um, that's the one thing, I'll just say this last thing. One of the reasons that people, that network marketing has gotten a bad name is because the way that people treat people just in the profession and then the way they treat people when they're not a part of their company. And we're not going to do that. (laughs) We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. (laughs) All right. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Michelle. So appreciate you and everything you do. Guys, I hope that this was uplifting for you. I hope that you felt 
you know, something and you felt a nudge to do something more to really allow yourself to be uh, not just grow in your faith, but grow in your finances, grow in your walk with God and to really uh, be able to be that impact that you always wanted to be in, you know, in, in whatever it is you're doing. And, and that's the other cool thing. You can keep doing your business and whatever that that is for you. For me, I'm, I'm a connector, so that's my business. But for you, if you're, you know, in a brick and mortar business or you have a, a coaching program or a service or a product that is your, you know, business, you can do it here. You can share it here and we can cheer you on for that as well, in addition to building this amazing community. And so with that, I hope you guys join us. And if you have any questions or whatever, reach out. We're here to serve. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And with that, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks Thank so much, you. Michelle. Thank you. Thank you for listening or watching today's episode. My hope is that you will share this podcast with those that you know so that we can help support and grow each other's brands, missions, and passions. If you are a business owner or a brand that wants to get the word out about what you do, I would love to offer you exposure for your business through multiple platforms and channels, including being featured on my YouTube channel, this podcast, being a guest expert at my weekly networking event, as well as being featured on my newsletter that is sent out to my thousands of email subscribers. So if that resonates with you, you can find me at askalliporter.com. I can't wait to connect with you. So again, I believe that building your network is building your net worth. So I am here to serve you and help you grow your millionaire momentum in whatever your business passion or mission is so that you can ultimately bless the world. Remember to stay inspired, believe, and receive. We'll see you on the next episode.